Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast and video series where we talk about digital marketing strategies and tactics to help grow your business. Today, I want to talk about the five ways to amplify your brand in the 2020 explosion of original content across multi-channels. So what's going to happen in 2020? Well, here we are. uh, We're in the first full week of the 2020 decade as we start off the new roaring 20s. And what's going to happen with brands? How are we going to garner attention in an era where things have dramatically changed when it comes to how we consume content? You know, I think over the holidays, I probably spent quite a bit of time consuming some of my own preferred content, uh, which included uh, consuming all of The Mandalorian, right, on Disney+. Plus. Great job to that brand for launching a successful streaming service. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, with a, a few uh, selections from Netflix, uh, currently uh, binging the series, uh, the second season of You, uh, captivating story of Joe, Will, whatever his name is, uh, as he captures his little people in his glass box um, in the storage unit. So anyway, for those of you who, who don't watch the, the series You on Netflix, you might be missing out. But what I want to talk about in in how are we going to amplify, how can your business amplify its brand? In other words, really raise awareness and and really bring your brand to the forefront uh, in in front of the kind of people that you want to get in front of. Well, I think it's it's really interesting to me. And and, in just these few days, you know, I've had the opportunity to you know, I've had some prospects, um, client, prospective clients reach out uh, to us. And, and, you know, one of the things that I find very interesting is how many brands are producing nothing and expecting for new business to just show up on their doorstep. I mean, it's really, really fascinating that, you know, you haven't produced any new content in six months or six years, and yet you want to somehow instill brand confidence, you know, in in people wanting to, you know, invest in your services, buy your products. Um, It's, you can't do that. I mean, I think about it when I log into Netflix, you know, and I'm looking through what I'm going to watch. And then all of a sudden my eye catches something and I look at it. And then after it takes me a minute to realize it's actually a show that I've already seen. They just changed the artwork, the cover on sort of the album cover, if you will, uh, you know, the the card uh, for that particular series on Netflix. That's a practical example of creating new content or or repositioning content in such a way that it looks new and it looks fresh and it gets your attention. And I think a lot of pe- a llot of brands have made the mistake. Uh, in 2019 and 2018, for whatever reason, their website is stale, their social media channels are stale, their blog is stale. I mean, their their YouTube channel hasn't had a new episode or a new uh, piece of video content in over two years. Like, 
you're you're literally creating a perception that you're not in business that that you stopped doing business in 2016. And that's not what you want to communicate to people when you're trying to grow your business. So, you know, I I think it's like, you know, you don't want to have this atmosphere of like there's nothing happening here. You should move on, move along. You know, like you don't want that to happen. You want to create excitement. You want there because you don't know, you know, someone might come across your brand's, you know, channel, whether it's a website or Facebook or YouTube or or Instagram or LinkedIn. You don't know what channel or what pipeline they're going to come through. And so um, if, if you've not produced anything or, or if you've not published anything is probably a better way of saying it. That needs to be priority number one for you in 2020. Number two is to document, don't produce. And what I mean by that is I may say the words produce content, but what I really mean by that is create content and do it in a documentary style. And I think that a lot of people, because, you know, we've come from this television world where, you know, special effects and, you know, CGI and, you know, all the things that we can create this eye candy um, for, um, you know, we've been, you know, really seduced by that. But we've we've started this trend a few years ago um, where as Americans, we have become obsessed with real world, um, real people doing real things. Um, and, 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 and there's just a camera turned on. Right. It's like we're able to kind of just be the fly on the wall, like, you know, just experience what it's like to live in the life of, you know, um, you know, eight women from Atlanta or, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of like, you know, Housewives of Atlanta or whatever. You know, and I know that 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 show they set up thing, but you get the idea. You know, there's been this reality TV, but. But now the difference between reality TV and, and just a brand documenting sort of their daily journey as they go on with things um, and, and do the things that they do, you know, people who want more of that are going to search, search for that. They're going to go out of their way to look for that. And if you're creating and publishing content that's real world just you at the you know workbench or at wherever your station is or however you're going to you know kind of uh, tell the story through through video or, or through audio for that matter as well. I mean, you could do a an audio walkthrough. Um, you know that is absolutely um, key in 2020 as you want to amplify uh, your brand. So. You know, I, I, I found that true. I know I've talked about this over and over. Um, you know, I love playing fantasy uh, sports. And, uh, you know, I thought it was really cool that um, this past weekend there was actually a, a former bachelorette took down uh, a $1 million prize pool in a, a, a GPP entry, a, a grand prize pool entry uh, on DraftKings. And, and it just shows you the diversity of a genre of, you know, uh, online gaming and, and, you know, uh, uh, sports and, and how, you know, here's this, you know, TV celebrity who's now engaged in an activity online and on her, on her Twitter profile, she's like, Oh my gosh, thank you guys. You know, 
Um, you know, my husband was was razzing me because I started Derrick Henry uh, or DK Metcalf, you know, from Seattle, who both those players absolutely blew up uh, in the wildcard weekend. But, um, you know, it's interesting because, I, you know, I watch a lot of the YouTube uh, content from some of the different, um, you know, shows like Osmo and, um, you know, uh, just some of the other, you know, personalities and brands that, that do original content, you know, about, you know, building a lineup and, and how to play the game. So for me, that's, that's the kind of content that I'm looking at because it's, we're in the middle of that season, you know I mean? So whatever your interest is, you're going to go out of your way to find it. And I think that that is what is so compelling about creating original content you know, someone may come across one of my articles or one of my videos because they also, um, you know, love to play fantasy sports. And then all of a sudden we have that in, in, in common. Um, in fact, a great example of that was over the weekend. One of the guys that I follow, um, Ian Hartz, um, he does this, he does this Twitter thing where it's like a helicopter dropping down a player that he thinks is going to do really well. And um, yesterday he put up this tweet about, um, you know, oh, you're you, you think you're going to make it to the wild card next, uh, you know, uh, advance in the wild card series. And then he has a picture of the main character from the Netflix uh, series, you, which I mentioned that I like to watch. And so, you know, all of a sudden I've made this connection with the brand, you know, that this guy represents and you know, it's like, oh my gosh, like he's watching the show that I'm watching. And, and I think a lot of people, a lot of brands underestimate the ability to connect with people on this very granular one-to-one personal level. And you, you don't get to do that. Number one, if, if you're just producing for the sake of production, because you're not going to be able to kind of have that you know, organic mention and, and, um, you know, part of the story, it it just, it's going to get edited out because when you're producing for the sake of producing, you're going to edit and chop up and, and, you know, try to make this very, you know, concise boiled down, um, piece of content. But when you're documenting, like I do every week and, you know, when I produce these shows, it's really just, you know, kind of talking about, Here's what we're observing. Here's what's working. Here's what you need to avoid. You know, we're trying to help businesses elevate their brand and amplify their brand in 2020 because we are going through an explosion of original content being published across multiple channels, right? So that was number two. Number three is create content for the sake of comments. Like literally that's what you're trying to do. So you know, many times when we post our videos or when I see a video that's posted, you know, even in the article, you know, like I might say today, hey, if there's something that you like, leave a comment in the video below so that I can know, you know, what it is that you're interested about in learning in the future. And I'll do a series on it. That's what I want. And you see that from many of these uh, YouTube producers and podcast episodes and Facebook live videos where, you know, you're, you're, going through and you're, whether you're doing a cooking show or, you know, you're doing, uh, you know, sewing or you're building a lineup for a fantasy football team or, you know, whatever it is that you're, you're demonstrating that you're literally live performing and documenting, 
it's not a performance. It's, it's a recording of, of just yourself uh, or your team uh, as they go through and, and provide the kind of service. So create content. And, and the thing that you want, you when you know you have achieved the end result is you get begin to get more, more comments. That is what you want to strive for in 2020. Because what you're going to receive in comments is incredible data incredible insight into how the market perceives your brand. Now, a lot of brands are afraid. Uh, They're afraid to have people comment on their content because they might say something that comes across and not very favorably. And so if you have a a process, a predetermined plan, when a negative comment is made, that is how you succeed in allowing you know, the organic flow of comments to be made on your content. And, and don't be afraid of, of, of not having control because, guys, you're, you're not in control of your brand. You're not in control of how people think and feel about your brand. You're just not. And I think there's a lot. That's, that's probably the number one reason why many brands and individuals uh, who are trying to develop their own personal brand do not produce or do not publish content because they're afraid of the negative comments, you know, of the less than favorable com- comments, because they don't know how to deal with that. So knowing that you're going to create comments is is knowing that number four is you're going to engage with users, you're going to comment back, um, and you don't want to get into, you know, I think one of the mistakes that you see often is people try to win a verbal war in comments, not the goal. The goal of comments is to acknowledge that you hear and you've heard what the person has said, right? And then you want to demonstrate at some point, not in the comment section, that you've either addressed it or, you know, acknowledged it, made a change, you know, or, or what have you. But you cannot win a social media uh, verbal comment war. And, and it, that's not the game you should be playing. The game that you should be playing is the engagement game uh, and the, you know, again, the acknowledgement, the affirmation that that person's voice was heard, whether you agree with it or not. And, and so having a messaging strategy of, of when those negative comments are made uh, and then having, you know, the the, uh, you know, the objective out, outlook to be able to, to read those comments and, and put aside your own personal you know, feelings and try to hear what the person is saying in their comment or, or maybe you know, hear what they're not saying, right? I mean, there could be something kind of in between the lines that's not being said. And can you observe that? Because that could be incredible insight for future content that you're creating. So number five is, is to connect with current culture or your target audience interest. And again, this kind of information um, is what you're going to gain as you read those comments that are left. You know, just like I mentioned, the, the, the comment that, you know, one of the guys that I follow on Twitter, when he put up the, you know, the post um, about the, the you know, uh, Netflix series that I'm watching, like, like I want to, I want to follow him more because he's into the same things that I'm into, right? And you want to, you want to create that kind of relationship with your audience that you're creating the kind of of relational content that says, 
hey, what, what's important to you is what's important to me, right? That's the value. That's what you want to communicate. Because when you can connect on that level, then there's this almost there's this empathy that's shared because we've we share this very same interest, uh, you know, in whether it's you know pop culture or you know whether it's you know '80s culture, um, you know whatever whatever that might be, um, you know I think that that is the case. And so for me, culture um, is is I love Star Wars, right? So I'm collecting these new you know Star Wars. Uh, little bobblehead vinyl characters. Love these guys. Finn from Star Wars. What a great guy. What a great character. Love, love, love how he fights. Uh, you know, against uh, the rebellion and and against the empire. Joins the rebellion, if you will. Um, but yeah. So when you can connect with with culture, um, again, whether it's because you're trying to connect with current culture that is a shared interest w- with your target audience's interest, or if it's not current culture, but is is a, a, its own subculture within your target audience, right? I mean, there's interests, there's topics, there's subject matters that you know are of interest of your target audience. And, and incorporating that in your documentation, in your filming, in your recording, in your publishing of content, that's key in 2020. So again, to recap, the five ways to amplify your brand in the 2020 explosion of original content across multi-channels is number one, make sure that you don't have old stale content on your platforms, whether it's your website, your social media, uh, or other digital channels. Uh, number two, document, don't produce. Remember, we are obsessed with watching real people doing real things. Number three, create content for comments and analyze those comments for insight. Number four, engage with your users. Um, Ask for more feedback and input. Don't sell. Number five, connect with current culture or current interest, shared interest with your target audience as you look to publish your original content across multi-channels for 2020. Guys, thanks for tuning in today. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops the division of R.B. Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for tuning in today, and we'll catch you next episode.